What is up, my clan? Welcome back to another episode of Riffing with Clintus, episode 59, and the first one of 2021. So, as we usually do, we're going to review the previous year, which is 2020, uh, which was one hell of a year. Let's let's just let's just throw it out there. It was a shit year, man. It was 2020 was supposed to be the year, right? Everyone's like, fucking 2020, new decade, bro. 2020, like, let's go. Hell, I even went into 2020. I should have gone back and listened to uh the 2019 review and then i did a 2020 like predictions god i should have done that damn it i totally should have done that i don't know why i didn't think about that i went through though look i got three pages of notes by the way i got three pages of notes uh to go month to month i went month to month so i got a lot to talk about so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get into this but uh just a few house house uh call house housekeeping housekeeping uh, we are streaming this live right now at twitch.tv slash Clintus uh, every Monday night around 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Uh, and then this is uh, obviously uploaded to YouTube, youtube.com slash Clintus. And then it goes out to the podcast feeds at riffingwithclintus.com. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, Apple, uh, Spotify, Google, Slacker, like 12 different places. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, just do a search for Riffing with Clintus, subscribe for free, and get updates every time uh, the podcast goes live. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitter at Clintus, Instagram at Clintus. That's where I do all my updates, stories, fleets, all that sort of thing. Um, and that's that. So let's jump into it. So uh, January 2020, right? New Year's, we're done. We had a great Christmas. We're optimistic. We're like thinking in our heads in like five months, we're going we're gonna to be looking at for houses and buy a new house. Like, you know, we're super optimistic uh, as we enter 2020. Um, probably the highlight for me was I got a smoker for Christmas, right? I got a Traeger for my father-in-law and uh, I was pretty stoked to start smoking some meat. Uh, two, two good friends of mine had both got smokers for like uh, Black Friday timeframe, like, you know, the month before, maybe even before that. Um, and so we started talking about like, we started talking about like, um, you know, smoking meat and have like this smoker meat club. Right. And so I was stoked to get one and, uh, I smoked tri-tip was my first, very first thing I smoked, which was fantastic. I did ribs. And then later that month I did, um, I did, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, a brisket, which was still to this day is my best brisket. I've done brisket three times and the first one was the best one. Um, but, uh, yeah, I really, really enjoy the smoker. I like that's, that's, it's been a whole year. And I, in fact, I just smoked ribs this weekend, uh, for this new year's. Uh, so it's kind of funny how it went full circle. We did ribs last year and then did ribs this year. And, uh, I still got it. I still got it. Uh, anyway, uh, what else? January, I got my G fuel fridge. Uh, if you guys been around on the streams a while, you know, the mini fridge has been on stream for, um, since January, that's when I got the mini fridge. In fact, it was my second mini fridge. The first one came in damaged. Uh, the shipping company like dropped it. Like literally somebody dropped the fridge. It was all dented and crushed and the door wouldn't stay shut. It was really bad. So I had to ship that back and they shipped me another one. So um, yeah, shout out to G Fuel. They're hands down my uh, my biggest sponsor, biggest partner. Uh, they help me out. They take care of me. Uh, they do so much for me. They give me all kinds of dope, uh, uh, swag. You know, I got shirts and hats and, um, you know, I got this dope DXL racer chair that I stream in the fridge, all kinds of stuff. Plus we got our own shaker cup. Uh, if you didn't know that we had our own shaker cup, uh, that was launched 
I don't know what month that came in because I didn't do like a YouTube highlight of it, but sometime that year we got our own shaker cup and I'm hoping in 2021 we get our own labeled like logoed shaker cup. That's my, that's my goal for 2021. Um, we got comments back on YouTube. That was huge because we lost comments in 2019 and they were gone for quite a while. Um, which really bummed me out because, you know, I'm a social guy. Like the reason why I do YouTube and Twitch, I mean, the reason why I love Twitch even more than YouTube is because of the live interaction with chat, right? When I'm normally streaming on Twitch, I'm talking to chat like nonstop, which I know it annoys some people because they're like, just shut up and play the game, dude. But it's like, that's the kind of streamer I am. I like to talk to my chat. Um, and I'm trying to pivot and be more of a gamer. Like I'm trying to be more of a gamer. Um, but you know, it's hard. It's, it's, I'm so, I'm so used to talking to my chat room and wanting to talk to chat and know what's going on. And, you know, uh, so losing comments on YouTube was like, fuck, why even do YouTube? Like, I was like, literally like, if I can't talk to my, my, my community, man, that's like, it's rough. So to get comments back in January, I was like, oh, and it was, I knew for, I knew it was for good. I knew it was for good. Cause I had a conversation with YouTube and I knew, so I was pretty stoked about that to get comments back. And here we are a year later, still have comments though. I do have to, I moderate them. And I do that strictly as a precaution so I don't ever lose them again. So I, I moderate all my comments, which means anytime you leave a comment on my YouTube video, it gets put in a holding like pattern, like a queue. And I have to go through and read every single comment and approve it or deny it. Um, so for those people who you know like to watch my YouTube videos and leave comments, you might be like, where's my comment? Where's my comment? They're like in a holding pattern. So they don't go through publicly until I see it. So it's actually, it's a tedious process, but... It's worth it, in my opinion, to have to have comments. And that means I read every single comment. You know that I read every single comment. So fuck the haters. None of your comments ever make it to public. You can say literally whatever you want. It never makes the light of day until I say so. So it's been great. It's been great. Uh, we went to Barrett-Jackson. Uh, I think, I can't remember if it's my first time I went to Barrett-Jackson. I want to say I've been there before. But I can't remember. But I took the kids. It was definitely the kids' first time to Barrett Jackson, which uh, they like. They really enjoyed it. They really enjoyed it. Uh, they got to see some cool cars, both new and old. Uh, Sierra surprisingly likes the older cars. I was pretty shocked about that. She doesn't have a dream car, but I think if you asked her what a dream car would be, she'd probably say it's an old Bronco, like the old ones. Um, IRL streams, man. We were we were T Tiffany and I started doing IRL streams every Thursday. And I think we started this maybe like in 2019, but you know, it was a highlight in 2020. I vlogged a lot about our IRL streams and they were, I looked forward to them, man. I really, really did look forward to the IRL streams. Um, and I want to get back to them, man, but we'll, we'll talk about why we haven't later. Uh, but I do, I do miss the IRL streams. I really do. Um, Sierra's volleyball was in full swing. You know, uh, the season usually starts in December, which it has just now. Uh, and then it ramps up into January and that's when the season fully starts. So, you know, come January, we were pretty stoked about a new season of volleyball for Sierra. You know, it's her, it's her sport and it's her passion and we love watching her play volleyball. It's, it's, it's a thing for sure. Um, and then to wrap up the, the, the month of January, um, for those of you who've been following along for a while, you know, my buddy Chuck, uh, he moved back to Arizona. He had been in California for about eight or nine years. He moved back sometime in like the end of 2019, like November, December timeframe. So January was like our first time to really hang out, um, at his new place. And, uh, I got to see his, I got to meet, I got to meet his, uh, his, well, I guess I met her before, but I got to hang out with her, with his baby. He had a little baby girl and, uh, we watched UFC 
and uh, we put a smoker together. Wait, no, wait, that was... I'm thinking of two different times now. We put a smoker together, I think, in December. Yeah, Black Friday, because that's when I talked about getting one. And then January was UFC, whatever. We saw UFC. It was cool. We hung out, had some beers. It was good times. It was good times. So that was all January. <laughs> that was a, it was a pretty pretty packed January. Um, February was a lot of a lot of um, like festivals. Uh, Tiff and I went to Taco Landia, and I live streamed that. That was a lot of fun. We walked around eating tacos at a taco festival. It was really busy though, and it was hot. Surprisingly, February like in the standing in the middle of the sun, it was hot. It was hot. Uh, and then like the next day or the next weekend, we went to Balloon Fest and I streamed that too. So again, IRL streams, man, really, really dig them, really enjoy them. Um, I started season two of the podcast. So here we are. I think this will technically be the end of season two. I think the next podcast, which will be 60, uh, will be season three. I think it's when I'll coin season three. So, uh, but I, I started doing the podcast again and, uh, um, Bryce got rollerblades for Christmas because he really, he really liked them. Uh, when we went, we went uh, on vacation in California in 2019, he rollerbladed and he really liked them. So he wanted rollerblades for Christmas. So we got him rollerblades for Christmas, but you know, Sierra wasn't really digging up. She wasn't really liking it. So I ended up buying a, a pair for myself and, uh, we, we, uh, we started rollerblading. It was kind of, it was, it was fun. I really enjoyed it. I want to, I told him, I told him, we could get back into that. The weather's nice right now. We should rollerblade. Um, doing more IRL streams and, um, my schedule is funny. I just, this week, just today changed my schedule to, um, back to 8 AM my time, 8 AM my time. And, uh, I was running that schedule back there. I actually forgot that at the beginning of the year I was running eight to four as a time slot. And then I switched to 10 at some point in the year to kind of get myself some more time in the morning. But, um, I actually, I, I, this, I really enjoyed this, the change this morning and we're going to run it all week and see how I like this, the early start and the early ending, but today was dope. I really enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun. Um, and then in February, that's when Tiffany and I really started like kind of exploring our neighborhood. You know, we had moved into this neighborhood back in May of 2019, but you know, it was summertime. It was hot. Uh, we went to the pool. If we, we were outside, we were in the pool. So fe come February, you know, the weather was really nice. We started like exploring, you know, we'd go on long walks and we'd go on bike rides and we started like going to like the amenities that are in this community. Um, and I just, I remember the vlogs back then. I was like the best weekend ever, man. And I remember telling Tiffany, like, if this is what our future is like, uh, sign me up, dude. I'm looking forward to the future, you know? And here we are, uh, you know, almost a year later, and it definitely, definitely feels that way. This is oh, so excited. The next the, one, one of the future podcasts, we'll talk about the, um, we'll talk about the house and everything like that. And we'll get more details on that, but like just location, man, all I gotta say is location, but we, we, we started having really awesome weekends. I was like looking forward to my weekends, like unplugging, not really working and just hanging out with Tiffany and really just kind of being husband and wife again, which is well, not again, but. You know, we, you, anyone that has a, a has a partner, you know that you get into your routines of like just living your life with each other, right? It, it, and and for some people, it, like you become like roommates, right? Like you just kind of pass by, like oh, you do this, I do that, do this to that. You eat dinner, you you know, like you just kind of go through the motions. And Tiffany and I know that we definitely need like husband and wife time, like dedicated husband and wife time. So you know, our weekends tend to be that for us specifically. 
and the back in February, we were doing a lot of like, like I said, walking, you know, getting margarita. Like we'd walk up to like a local bar and get a margarita and then walk back. You know, we walked two miles to get a margarita. Like you know, a lot of people are like, you're crazy. But it's like, that's what we like to do. Yeah. Um, oh, and then at the end of February, I went to NHRA with Chuck and my brother, Austin and my dad. I think my dad was there. Yeah. First time ever being like seeing like top fuel line dragsters and uh, nit- nitro. Oh, dude. That, sh- that that shit is gnarly. If you've never been to a top fuel line dragster like race before, that's crazy, man. It's some crazy shit. Um, all right, so then March. March, we um we extended, like I said, we weekend after weekend, we were doing like I said, we were exploring our neighborhood. You know, weekends were a lot of fun. We were doing a lot of like activities and stuff. Um kids had their spring break. Which bump a bum, ironically, was the last week we were able to do anything because uh, you know at the end of uh, at the end of March is when COVID really hit, or at least it was reported of uh, and being a problem here in America. So we, you know, the the country kind of shut down for like six weeks. Uh, I believe that was around the end of March because I remember we were on, we were I remember we were at spring break. We were going to like arcades and bowling and that's when COVID was just being talked about. And we were like, Oh, sanitize everything. We had hand sanitizers and wipes. And you know, we were, we were still doing all the things we were like super being cautious. Like, Oh man, this new virus is everywhere. Watch out. And so we were like, you know, like I said, we were hand sanitizing like crazy going to the arcade and everything. Um, and Sierra and I went to a movie. That was the last time we, that's the last time I was in a theater it was March of last of 2019. But yeah, what did we see? Oh, bl- uh, blood sport or bloodborne? A Vin Diesel movie. What the fuck was that movie called? I forget, but it it was really good. I like Vin Diesel action movies, but uh, that was the last movie we saw in theaters. Um, we went to NASCAR, our annual NASCAR trip, uh, which we did not do in November this year because we ironically bought a house. Um, but yeah, March is when we kind of went on lockdown and everything just kind of stopped. The world, the world. The world just kind of stopped, you know, um, April, you know, trying to make the best of, uh, being on lockdown. Kids are not in school. Um, we're not really going anywhere. We're not seeing anybody. We did some tie dye around Easter. Um, we, uh, we, we took our, we took a stab at doing tie dye shirts, which turned out really good. And then later the girls ended up doing like socks and stuff. Uh, Sierra really started getting into painting. She bought some canvases and started doing some really dope painting, uh, which kind of sparked her creativity to do more for her YouTube channel. So she just ended up doing like a lot of um, painting uh, for YouTube, which then, you know, she has all kinds of cool artwork. And then she started painting for her friends and stuff, you know, she started doing all that stuff for her. Um, yeah. So uh, not a lot happened in April because obviously, like I said, we were locked down and uh, we weren't doing anything. Um May Bryce turned 13. So I officially had two teenagers and uh, he kind of took over my, my live stream and he streamed here in my setup and uh, he, he did phenomenal. He, he basically streamed for, I don't even know how many hours it was, four hours. It was about four hours maybe. And uh, people were very generous because he, we weren't able to have a birthday party or go anywhere for his birthday. Um, you know, people were very generous and tipped the stream and I took all the tips for the day and gave it to him for his birthday. Um, and he, 
he did very well. He did very well. He ended up getting a very nice birthday gift from the community. And uh, he still has a, the vast majority of that money because he hasn't really... He's a 13-year-old kid. Mom and dad pay for everything. So <laughs> he hasn't really had a need to buy anything. But he just started buying some stuff. We'll, we'll get to that later. Um, and then right at the end of um, May, I... I watched a masterclass with um, Ron Finley and I got really, really excited about um, uh, plants. I got into gardening uh, and to this day, it's the only masterclass that I've watched all the way through. I've watched multiple episodes of other masterclasses, but it's the only one that I've watched all the way through. It's uh, funny. I don't know why we, we, we ended up. Uh, getting it to watch about like barbecue and some other things, but that the only one that I've watched all the way for every episode is the, the gardening one, ironically. Um, but I got, I, I really kind of started getting into gardening. like a hobby, something to like change things up a little bit. You know, I started with all outdoor plants for the most part. Um, and we'll get into the, 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 the story as the year goes on, but that's when I started getting into like gardening was, was, uh, was back in May. Um, and then of course, um, hard to forget uh, the death of George Floyd happened at the end of May uh, and into June was when um, the whole, you know, the, the black lives matter movement really, really became a thing. I mean, it's been around for a while, but that's when it really kind of just like took over the country. Um, and unfortunately, it, you know, it was politicized and, you know, it really, <laughs> as silly as it sounds, it divided the country in many ways, which is just crazy to think about. Um, but that, you know, June really a halfway point of the year too, um, kind of set the tone for the rest of the year. Uh, it's when things really got volatile, um, throughout the country. Uh, it just, one thing led to the other, the protests and, um, you know, the president and just, just in, in general, like really kind of like lit the, lit the, the fuse for the, you know, the rest of the year, so to speak. Um, Let's see here. Uh, Sierra got a learner's permit in June. You know, six months on the dot, she got her learner's permit. So she started learning to drive, learn to drive. And uh, at this point, pretty much she's ready to get her license. I just got to take her one last time to kind of like finalize. Hey, what's this? What's I start asking her some questions. What do you do in this situation? You know, she drives. She's driven all over the, you know, she's driven all the way to Scottsdale. She's, she drives all the time. So she's, she's ready. She's ready. Um, There was, uh, there was a, I don't know, um, some things came to light in June, um, in the streaming community. And, uh, there was, um, a whole slew of, uh, people that kind of came out to talk about, uh, sexual misconduct and a few other things like in the, and not in the streamer community, but it's the entertainment community, but it was mostly around the, uh, around the streaming community. There are other people in the industry as well. Um, so again, a, a lot of, um, unsettling, unnerving, uh, feelings. Um, I really, I mean, between, between pretty much the whole month of June, I was, I was in a really bad place emotionally. Um, I was really bummed out about a lot of things. And I think that's kind of when, when I really started being really emo, uh, you know, things really got to me. And I always use the term bummed out. Like I get bummed out, right? I don't want to say I'm not depressed. I'm not sad. Uh, I get bummed out. I just get bummed out. And a lot of things this year bummed me out. And it kind of all started back in June. Um, 
my anxiety level. I, I fuck. I've never had anxiety. I've never had anxiety before that I can that I could like pinpoint. Like yes, I had, like never had anxiety ever. And after June, man, it was just like anxiety was always like high, and like things would get me like anxious and oh, it's crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, July we went camping for the first time in the whole year. Uh, surprisingly, people were like really surprised we didn't. Um, oh, we didn't go camping earlier because it's like you're on lockdown. Like, why don't you go camping? And we just never did. I don't know. We I honestly think we're kind of we're we're kind of like moving on from camping. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I think we're going to sell the trailer and not get a new one. At least not right away. I think we'll sell the trailer and then maybe sit on it for a year or two and see like, do we miss it? You know, we do that a lot of times. Tiff and I are, are big fans of like, you know, we try something, we like it. And then we stop doing it to see if we love it, right? So like Cardinal season tickets. We had Cardinal season. We went to Cardinals games for years and then we got season tickets. And I want to say we got them three years in a row. And then right around the time we bought our last house, the, the timing was just bad. We needed to come up with like five grand the same month we were, we needed to come up with our down payment and, and like buy new furniture and like moving expenses. So we're like, ah, we'll skip the season. Let's see if we miss it. Here we are like four years later and we, we don't miss it. So we're not going back to the Cardinal season tickets anytime soon. Um, but yeah, so we're thinking about doing the same thing with the trailer. We're thinking about selling the trailer, not buying a new one right away and then see if we miss it. And if we do, we'll buy a new one. If we don't, okay, cool. That would, you know, we did that. We had that, mo that time in our lives where we had a trailer and we went camping, right? Um, but we went camping a few times, two week, two weekends in a row around 4th of July, um, which was a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Um, right around that time, uh, I got locked out of Twitter. Uh, there was a, there was a massive hack, uh, at Twitter and I was, I had just left the house and I was, I was, uh, on the go on mobile. And I remember trying to get into my Twitter account and I like, it asked for me to log in. No, no. I got an email that said that my two factor authentication had been disabled and I freaked the fuck out. I was like, holy fuck, I've been hacked. They turned off my two factor so I like rushed to try to like change my password. You know, I'm like doing this on mobile outside of a Walmart. And we're like, oh, the book. And I accidentally locked myself out of Twitter. So like an hour later, everyone gets back to Twitter. Everyone's like, all right, we're back. We're good. And I'm like, I'm so locked out. What the fuck? I ended up being locked out of my Twitter for um, eight days, I think. Eight or nine days. And uh, I'll tell you what. I, I went through a roller coaster of emotions uh, back then. Uh, I... First, I was like obviously scared, and then I was mad, and then I kind of got went through some withdrawals because I kept picking up my phone to tweet or to check. Like for a while there, Twitter was like like just muscle memory. I'd open up my phone, go right to Twitter, and then just like read like you know ten or twelve tweets at a time. Oh, I've already read all these, and then close it, and then like five ten minutes later, open it back up again. Like I do love Twitter. I do love Twitter. Twitter is still my favorite uh, app. Social media. It's where I get most of my news. It's where I keep tabs on most of my friends. But it's also the most toxic. Well, I should say the most toxic. It gets pretty toxic. Um, it bums me out. As I said before, it bums me out because I follow some awesome people and they're awesome most of the time. And then every once in a while, they'll, they'll, they'll tweet something or they'll retweet something. And I'm like, I don't want to see this on my timeline, dude. And I, you know, I don't want to mute people. I think mute's stupid. I, I personally, I think muting people on Twitter is stupid. I think you should either you follow or you unfollow. Like, what's the fucking point of, of following somebody but then muting them? Like, I want to, I want you to know that I follow you, but I really don't want to look at your tweets. 
I think it's fucking stupid. Um, I get the point of muting tweets. You can mute a tweet so you don't see the replies. You don't, you know, if you're like in a, if you're being tagged in a, in a chain, I get the point of muting a tweet. That makes sense. But anyway, um, yeah, it's been rough on t- Twitter in 2020. Let me tell you, that's, that's another thing that's been bummed me out is I love Twitter, but for a long time there, like June, July, every time I'd open up Twitter, it was like, I was afraid of what I was going to read. I was afraid of what I was going to see. I was afraid who was getting canceled next. I was, I was just, I was always bummed out for a long, for, so right around that time that I got, I locked out of Twitter. It was like a, a, a palate cleanse for me. And even to this day, I've, I've since that, since that time, I have not, I'm not nearly as on Twitter as much as I used to. So I guess it was a good thing. Um, and then the end of July, we, you know, we, we, we decided to go on vacation, uh, which was obviously very controversial, uh, for a a lot of reasons. Um, but we kind of felt like, you know, the kids had one week left of summer and we didn't do shit. Like we didn't do, we didn't go anywhere. We went camping the two weekends and that was it. The kids had like an extended, you know, um, they, uh, as extended summer and we didn't go anywhere. We didn't do anything because of COVID. Um, so we decided to go to California. We know we did our research. We, uh, we stayed in a hotel that from everything we read, everything we saw, they were taking the extreme precautions. Um, obviously we're in California, so we're outside like 99% of the time. Uh, and then we got an Airbnb. So we were by ourselves and we only went out to eat twice trying to think i think we went out twice and we end up yeah the one night in the hotel and then uh the first night in the airbnb because the first night we got to the airbnb it was like late we hadn't gotten grocery shopping yet so we got dinner went to the grocery store and then we ended up cooking at the airbnb the rest of the week so um yeah yeah but we had a lot of fun it was really nice to end end the uh the summer with a little bit of fun we did some uh paddle boarding you know, obviously the kids went boogie boarding. We rented bikes and rollerblades and, and I had my boogie board or my, uh, my longboard. And so, uh, that was a lot of fun. We had, we had a good time, uh, doing that. Um, and then in August, the kids started school, you know, they started school online and they pretty much, I mean, Bryce has pretty much been online schooling the whole year. Uh, he was supposed to go back to school at some point, but never did. Sierra went back two days a week for like maybe three weeks, maybe a month. I don't know. It wasn't very long, but you know, they started school in August online, online schooling. Um, I took Sierra to, to a shooting range for the first time. So she shot a gun, a real gun for the first time, uh, at 15. Uh, and so that was a, that was a lot of fun. And, uh, she didn't know what to expect. She didn't know how loud guns were. She didn't know how like, like violent they were in, in their hand when you pulled the trigger. Like she did not know what to expect. And so she was genuinely scared, which is you know probably a good thing, but you know, it was good that she got, uh, educated on how to shoot it. Right. My brother, my dad, um, you know, showed her how to, to shoot the gun, how to hold it. And then now she has a, an understanding of like, if she ever needed to use one, she knows what to expect when she pulls that trigger. She knows what to expect, you know, as far as the, uh, recoil or whatever. Um, but yeah, so that was her first time going to a shooting range and shooting a gun. Um, August is also when I got into house plants. Now, like I said earlier, May was when I got into gardening. 
But May, if you know Arizona, it's fucking hot, right? As my, 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 as my friend Chuck likes to, rec- to remind me, it's hot in Arizona. Uh, so the house, the outdoor, outdoor plants didn't do too well. I didn't have any kind of shade or covering, and our patio in the rental uh, didn't have any covering. So it was like in direct sunlight a vast majority of the day. Um, and come to find out, too, it was like a hot box, right? We had an Arcadia door. It was all glass and a window and then stucco, right? So the sun would come in and and hit um, the the patio, and it would like it would literally be an oven. So my plants were baking and frying, and I, and, I, and I couldn't figure out why I was they were dying. Like I'm watering them every day, and I, you know they're not turning yellow like they need more water, like they're being overwatered. That's just like, man, it's the hot, it was like a, the hot box effect. Because the moment I moved some of my plants to the front patio. They were fine. They were like totally fine. They've started flourishing. They're still alive to this day. <laughs> I have three house plants left, or three outdoor plants alive, and they're because I moved all of them to uh, to the front porch. So um, now that we're back, now that we're in our permanent home, and I've got shade and, and and a covered porch and all that stuff like that, we'll get back to the outdoor gardening uh, here soon enough. But May, I'm sorry, um, August is when I got into houseplants. Now, if you're watching this on Twitch or on YouTube, you can see the houseplants behind me. Uh, if you can't, if you're listening to this on the podcast, head over to my Instagram or my Twitter. Um, I posted some photos this weekend because I ended up repotting and, and potting all my plants that I have right now. So everything's in a pot. I have actually leftover pots because I've killed a few plants. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm really into houseplants. And I think houseplants more than outdoor plants, I think maybe just because of where I live. Again, Arizona's so hot. Um, y- it's hard to grow certain plants out here. Like the, the, the tropical ones, the ones you want to grow, they're so hard to, to, to grow out here um, unless they're very mature. So I really got into house plants. I still am. Everyone thinks, everyone likes to laugh at me because my, my history says that I get into something and I'm only into it for like four to six weeks, eight weeks tops. And then I, I rotate to something else. And I'm like, eh, I'm getting older. I I'm sticking to things more often now and house plants, you know, like I said, what, what August. So we're like five months later. I'm still into them, still buying new ones. Yeah, I'm into it. I'm into it. Um, August is also when we started looking at houses. Um, so like I said earlier, we we had a one-year lease in the rental. And uh, a lot of people questioned why we rented, why, why we didn't just buy another house. And the reason for that was because we didn't want to rush into another house purchase and make another mistake. Um you know, we didn't want to like, cause we liked our last house. We loved our last house, but it just wasn't the right fit for many reasons. I've talked about that a thousand times. There's a podcast about it. There's a YouTube video about it. If you really want to know, go, go find it. There's a Q and a video on YouTube as well. Um, just do a search for house Q and a, um, but we decided to rent so that we could, um, decide what we wanted in the next house. And uh, when we talk about the the house we end up buying, you'll learn more about um, why the the house we chose, because a lot of it came from the rental. We went to the rental, and um, you know we tested some things. We 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 tested: do we need a backyard? How big of a backyard do we need? Do we need a pool? Do we want a pool? Um, you know, the configuration of the house is different, right? A lot of houses in this neighborhood are 
you know, shaped differently and, and, uh, functioned differently. And so we, the rental was a nice test and, and Tiffany, Tiffany, it was Tiffany's idea. That was totally Tiffany's idea to rent, uh, that house for a year. And she didn't hate it. In fact, she, she did not hate that house at all. She was actually kind of, um, I don't know what sad to see it go. I don't know if sad is the right one, but anyway, um, August. So we were up for renewal in May and we were supposed to look at houses and be moved into our new house back in May. But because of COVID, we decided to renew our lease for six more months. So we renewed our lease for six months, which put us out to November. So come August, we started looking at houses. And, you know, we started getting the emails basically saying, um, you know, uh, you know, these are the houses that are in your area that meet your criteria. And so we got those emails for about a month and we got into September. We, uh, you know, there was really anything that really got Tiffany excited. We were looking for some, some very specific things. Um, and nothing was really, you know, nothing was really popping up. Uh, September is Tiffany and I's wedding anniversary. So, um, again, did our research. We talked about going to like, um, we talked about going to like Palm Springs or, or something like that. Again, outdoors, trying to find something. You know, Tiff and I love a good patio. You know, it's, it's, it's the one thing that we have in common is we like to have a, a cocktail on a patio and we like to enjoy the weather and people watch and we like the atmosphere. That's the thing that we love the most. And so, you know, for her, our anniversary, we were trying to find something for her birthday, even back in June. Um, I kind of glossed over that. Her birthday was in June and, um, we ended up making a day trip to California, just literally drove to California and back. We just did a road trip in her new car. Um, she bought a new car 2019. I don't remember when, but, um, that we just literally did a road trip just because we had nothing else. We couldn't do anything, do anything else. So for our anniversary, we wanted to do something. So we ended up going to, uh, down in downtown Phoenix and we stayed in a hotel there. And, you know, we ordered room service. Uh, we hung out by the pool and had some cocktails, at the pool, um, you know, again, trying to make the best of a shitty situation, you know, uh, it was, it was nice. I'll put it that way for a shitty year. We had, we had a couple of nice little moments. Um, you know, the, the trip to California, the kids, our anniversary, that's really the only, I mean, I'm looking at the list of things here. That's really the only stuff we did prior to March when everything got locked down. Um, that's it, you know? So that was nice. It was a nice little getaway. It was just, um, one night. I think we stayed one night. Yeah, we just stayed one night. Um, so it was nice. It was a nice little anniversary. Um, Sierra's school volleyball started back up and that was different. Um, of course, you know, everyone's wearing masks. Uh, at first the school district that we're in did not allow the opposing side to come. Like no parents could come from the opposing side. So it was only the home teams. So any away games that we had, we couldn't go to in any home games. The other team couldn't go to. They were limiting the number of people uh, in the gym, which again, I'm, I'm cool with. We were able to watch Sierra play volleyball. She played a full season, um, which was nice, you know, cause she's only got a couple of seasons left. She's a sophomore. So it was nice to, for her to, to be able to play. Um, even though it was very awkward and weird the whole time. Um, and then at the end of September, we found our house. We found this house. Uh, we went looking at houses and none of the houses we actually looked at Tiffany liked. <laughs> she, she passed on all of them. Um, and then this house kind of fell into our lap. Like the day we went looking, this house had an open house and 
but we were like, mm, it's a, it's, it's only a three bedroom. Nah, we, I had to have a four bedroom. I had to have four bedrooms. But that night, this house showed up on our email list and we were like, what the hell? Like those are all three bedrooms. Nope. This is actually three bedrooms and a den three, three and a three and a plus. So, um, that's when we, we were like, oh, okay, well shit, let's go, let's go look at that house because you know, from the outside, the location is fucking perfect. Well, let's go look at the inside because Tiffany's the stickler for the inside, right? For me, it's the outside and the location. And location is number one for me. That's the reason why we sold that big ass house, the pool and the basketball court because the location sucked. This location is fucking awesome. Um, and so, you know, I'm willing to trade certain things in the house to have the location. And boy, did I win. I won. So uh, we came back here the next day and we looked at the house and fell in love with it immediately. It was like, I asked Tiffany, I straight up, I said, do you have any red flags at all? Do you have any reservations? Is there anything about this house you do not like that you would not be happy with if we moved in tomorrow? And she said, uh, nope. I said, then fucking call our realtor because this is it. We found our house. Done. And so that was at the end of September. And of course, all of October was like, you know, uh, sign the documents and getting everything approved and everything. And I'll tell you what, buying a house during a fucking pandemic, holy shit, being self-employed, that's it right there. Being self-employed during a pandemic, buying a house, holy shit. I had to jump through so many hoops and prove my, 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 I'm like, I've got a fucking business that technically I have, like, it's been incorporated for five fucking years. And you're telling me I have to like, prove shit to you, but I get it. It was like, but are you, you know, are you, is your business still running during COVID? Uh, are you still maintaining your revenue in during COVID? Like there were all of these hoops and these, the shit that I had to give them to prove that I could afford to buy a house. I'm like, I'm like, bitch, do I, would you, would I really be buying a fucking house if I couldn't maintain my bills? Like, no, I'd stick with my rental that if she hit the fan, I could fucking peace out. No. I'm like, come on people. But I guess there's fucking, you know, there's stupid people out there that would do that. So whatever. Um, October kids go back to school, school, at least Sierra did. Sierra went back to class two days a week. Um, she went back to school two days a week for about like said three or four weeks. Um, she obviously was excited to go back to school, but again, vastly different than normal. So it was not the same and she did not really dig it. Um, unfortunately, uh, they, they was short lived. She got back out of school. Uh, I think fall break right around fall break, which is like mid, mid October. Um, and then something crazy happened in October. Bryce hit me with the, yo dad, I want to start streaming. And I'm like, okay, buddy, I've heard that before. <laughs> He's like, no, really? I think I want to stream. He's like, uh, you know, I, I know I talked about doing YouTube for a long time. Um, but I, I streamed on my birthday and I really liked it. And I think I'd rather, I think I'd rather stream than, than do YouTube. And I'm like, okay, buddy. All right. All right. I'll play along. If you want to stream, you need to, you need to create your channel or he already had a channel, but you need to like go in there and like set up your profile and all the stuff in there. You do that. And then we need to install OBS and get you set up on OBS. You let me know when you're ready. And I kind of just left it at that. The next weekend, a week later, he pulls me over and says, hey, dad, uh, can you show me how to install OBS? Can you show me how to set up OBS? And I'm like, 
really? He's like, yeah, right now. I was like, okay. So we set Saturday, we set up OBS. We set up his, he had his channel all set up. He, him and his uh, sister made a, a profile picture and a banner and he was ready to rock and roll. Like he was, that was Saturday. Come Saturday night, we did a test stream to see if his PC could handle it, which it's my old PC. So I knew it could handle it, but like, you know, could it still handle it? And yeah, he sure enough, he was able to stream. He did like a 45 minute stream unannounced. No one knew that he was going live. So anyone that followed him and had notifications turned on, got the notification. I think he had like, I don't know, 45, 60 viewers, his first stream unannounced. And then Sunday, we, he did an actual official stream. So I tweeted it. I put it in Discord. I said, hey, guys, Bryce is streaming for the first time. And of course, we vlogged the whole thing. So then when the vlog went out, that's when the magic happened. And um, I mean, he's not super consistent because, again, he's only 13. Um, but he, you know, he streams, I'd say, about once a week. He's trying to do two a week. Tuesdays and Thursdays is when he's trying to stream. But, you know, anyone that's listening or watching this that cares about Bryce streaming, Again, lower your expectations. He's 13. Some days he just doesn't, he just wants to do what he wants to do. You know, this isn't a job. This is, he's not bound to any responsibilities. Um, he did make affiliate. He does have subs. So he does have a commitment to people that, you know, are paying for the subscription, which I try to remind him of that. Um, but as of right now, he's trying to stream Tuesdays and Thursdays. That's kind of his plan. That's kind of his plan right now. Um, but that was a, that was a big shocker that he was serious about it. And that he actually did very well uh, because I've always said how he's more like Tiffany. Tiffany is an introvert. She does not share photos. She doesn't tweet. She doesn't put anything on Facebook. She barely picks up the fucking camera anymore and vlogs. She, I mean, in her mind, she's like, fuck it. The vlogs, I don't need to vlog. The vlogs, the vlogs over with she, as far as, and as far as she, her, she's concerned, the vlog is no longer a priority to her, you know, for us. She knows that my Twitch does better. Uh, I love Twitter or Twitch more. So she doesn't even fucking care about the vlogs. You know, if you've been watching it all in the last, I'd say two months, I don't even know the last time Tiffany vlogged, to be honest with you. I think she'll vlog when I'm doing something, like when I'm doing something and I can't vlog because I'm in the middle of my hands or in the middle of it. She'll vlog me and the kids doing something, but she never picks up the camera vlogs anymore. Um, so, so, so Bryce is like her in that respect that, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't have a Twitter. His Instagram is private. He has a TikTok that he likes to boast and try to do, but he never does TikToks. He just, he's not a sharer, right? He's not a social extrovert like, like Tiffany. So when he wanted to stream, I was like shocked and he did really good. He's a natural. He fucking been watching me long enough. He's seen me vlog and everything. He just picked up and ran with it. He's really good. And I keep telling him like, bro, you got, you got a golden ticket. You never have to fucking work a day in your life. You're 13 years old. If you fucking grind, like not grinded, if you, were consistent with your streams, bro. By the time you're 16, you fucking go buy a car cash. Like, come on, get your shit together. <laughs> but again, he's 13, so I gotta, you know, temper my expectations. Um, and then last but not least, uh, Halloween. Halloween, we got the keys to our new house. We actually spent Halloween in our new house. It was empty. There was nothing in here. We ordered pizza and we. The kids went trick-or-treating around here because this is where all their friends are at. And we met a bunch of our neighbors, which was fucking dope. I'm so glad. Um, granted, it's the only time I've really hung out. I've, I've ever talked to them because, uh, again, you know, COVID. But uh, there's a couple neighbors that, you know, the garage doors go up. And we go, hey, what's up? How's it going? We bullshit a little bit. But um, really dope neighbors. I'm really stoked. Not only do I have a, a dope location for my house um, and the location, 
but we've got really cool neighbors. Like that's always a thing. That was another reason why I didn't like the last house. We, there was no neighbors to like converse with and hang out with. Like, and I tried guys, I'm a social guy, right? I'm the guy that's like, yo, what's up neighbor? How's it going? Like, you know, not super annoying, but just like, I want to make friends. I want to hang out. I want to like walk down the street, have a beer with my neighbor. Like, Hey, why don't you come over? Hang. We had a pool. I had my, I fucking was always trying to invite my neighbors over. Now granted, a lot of them were older retirees. Um, and then there were a few that just, I don't know. We didn't really jive. We didn't really, I don't know. It didn't work out. So again, when we moved, it was like, there really wasn't any goodbyes. <laughs> there really wasn't any like, uh, yeah, I'll talk to you later. Um, whereas here, the first fucking weekend, like five of our neighbors are all fucking cool, dope people. Like they're all, like I said, they were, you know, it was trick or treating. So everyone's on their patios, on their porches, handing out candy, or the, some of them just had the bowl out in the front, just like, hey, go ahead and take your take yourself, you know, kind of thing. Um, but then at one point we went for a walk. We Tiff and I had a cocktail and we went for a walk, and everyone was like, you know, we had this like big fucking six foot circle. You know, we were all just kind of standing around in a circle, like talking, meeting each other. Hey, how's it going? You know, we got our costumes on and shit. It was, <laughs> it was really cool, man. It was really cool. Um, uh, but that was cool. It was cool that we, we were able to meet them. So I'm really looking forward to fucking COVID being over with and hanging out with my neighbors. Cause they're all cool. They're all cool. Um, so November we moved. It was a slow process. We got the keys, like I said, around October, like the end of October. And we didn't really fully move in until the mid of, middle of November. Um, we got moved in for like the launch of destiny Two. um, big, big update. And then new call of duty, uh, that came out as well. Um, so I was, I moved, I was moved in here. Um, I had a wall put in. If you're again, if you watch my streams or watch, uh, watching this on YouTube, that wall right there, I, I put that in, I had that built. Um, and so that was what we were waiting for before we could move in. Cause the, the construction was everywhere. There was shit everywhere. Um, so we moved in and, um, got back to streaming my true, true love and, uh, had a birthday. And then Sierra had a birthday and she turned 16. And, uh, again, big rip in 2020, man, her sweet 16. And we fucking, you know, couldn't go anywhere. Couldn't do anything. Um, so, you know, we had, we had, uh, her boyfriend came over. Oh, that's a thing too. When did that happen? Shit. I totally missed glossed over that. So, so, uh, at some point in 2020 with quarantine and lockdown, Sierra got a boyfriend, uh, Garen. And they've been longtime friends. They've been friends since freshman year in high school. He's liked her ever since the very beginning. He's liked her. He's had a crush on her. She really wasn't interested. Um, didn't seem like his, didn't seem like her type at that point, but they stayed friends. They were cordial. Um, you know, they stayed, they had mutual friends. They hung out a lot. They talked a lot. Um, and then when, you know, quarantine lockdown happened, her and her best friend, Reagan, and Garen, they'd like three-way call and FaceTime each other. And inevitably, there were times when Reagan would drop from the call. Or, you know, Sierra would FaceTime and only Garen would pick up. And the two of them talked and they hit it off. And the next thing you know, Sierra's kind of like, I think I like Garen. And so that they became a thing. I don't remember their exact anniversary. I think they're at the eight-month mark. So whenever that is, do the math. Um, so 
Fast forward to her birthday, uh, Garen surprised her. She didn't think he was going to be here for a while. She, he said he had a photo shoot and dance thing. And so, you know, she didn't expect him. Um, and there's a vlog for this. You can, you can watch the vlog on the birthday. We ended up doing a, um, what do you call it? A, uh, a scavenger hunt. This was, this was, uh, this is when, uh, what do you call it? Tiffany was looking for some fun ideas to do at home, sweet 16 at home or something like that. You know, sweet 16 during quarantine, something like that. And she found this like scavenger hunt. So what we ended up doing was we bought 16 sweet gifts or sweet themed gifts. Um, and 16, $10 gift cards. And so what ended up happening was we had these riddles, these clues that would lead her around the house to find the next item and the clue. So, you know, she'd go from like the, the riddle to take her to the bathroom. Then she'd go in the bathroom. She'd find on the toilet paper, uh, a gift and a gift card and the next riddle. And then she ended up doing 16 of these riddles. It was a lot of fun. She loved it. And honestly, she didn't know what to expect. She was thinking in her head, like, oh, this birthday's going to suck. Can't go anywhere. Can't do anything. But it ended up being really, really fun. You know, we just had close family over, uh, you know, one one set of grandparents and one set of aunts and uncles, uh, or, you know, one family, I should say. And that was it. Really short and sweet. Um, and her boyfriend. And it was it was a good time. It was, it was a, She was very, very pleased with that. Um, and then... You know, December, I, not much happened in December. Uh, Christmas happened. Christmas in our new house. First Christmas in the new house. Um, something that I haven't really talked about because uh, it didn't really need to, I guess, but you're hearing it first on the podcast. Well, I guess you're hearing it first on Twitch. Uh, we had a little COVID scare. We came in direct contact with COVID uh, right before Christmas. So as a precautionary uh, at a precaution, we didn't go anywhere for Christmas. First time ever, ever. We didn't go anywhere for Christmas. We stayed home because we knew we had come in direct contact with it. Uh, we went and got tests. They all came back negative. We had no symptoms, but you know, playing it safe. We stayed home. So, um, Christmas was, Christmas was weird, you know, but it was fucking awesome. I stayed in my onesie all day. I stayed in my onesie all day. Didn't go anywhere. Didn't do anything. I mean, I showered and put my onesie back on. Like it was literally like I, I, I didn't sleep in my onesie. I woke up, did Christmas in my onesie. I had breakfast. I showered. I put my onesie back on and I stayed in my onesie all day. It was awesome. It was great. Um, so that's why we didn't go to uh, me, my papa's. That's why we didn't hang out with the Bevos because we were being safe, you know, we didn't want to potentially, um, you know, spread it. So any more so than we could have. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's been weeks now. Um, and there's been no, no one has any symptoms, anyone that we came in contact with around the same time. So we all got lucky, you know, the individual that, that, that did have it and he, they definitely had it, uh, they had all the symptoms and, and everything. And they're still, they're still kind of, uh, you know, on the tail end of it, so to speak, with some of the symptoms, um, you know, no one else got it. So again, this virus is very weird how you hear stories of people like driving in the same car, like the dude had it. The other two people never got it. Like you're breathing the same air in a cert in a car, didn't get it. I mean, there's all kinds of weird, you know, things. 
know, we're trying to track back where the person was at and you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, so that's why Christmas was weird this year. It was different. It was different for sure. Um, and then new year's same thing. You know, we, we kind of played catch up a little bit around Christmas. Uh, we saw a few people that we didn't see around Christmas to do some, uh, light gift exchanges. And, uh, we still haven't seen the rest of our family. Like we haven't seen the Bevos or me and Papa yet. Um, you know, we're looking at maybe doing that this weekend or next weekend. I don't know. Again, it's really weird right now because you know, because of Christmas COVID numbers are up like crazy, crazy. Um, so I don't know. It's, it's so hard to try even predict tomorrow. Like who knows what tomorrow is going to look like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm done with trying to plan shit around stuff. I'm just like, whatever. Like I just go with the flow. I just keep work. Just keep my head down and keep working, you know? Um, so that's kind of, I mean, that's, that's it for the events. That's everything, everything that I had for the year. Look at that. 52 minutes on the dot. Woo. Um, I guess overall though, you know, 2020 sucked for a lot of people. Uh, I think everyone at some point in their, in the year 2020 was impacted by COVID. Um, you know, uh, not everybody was negatively impacted, but they were impacted, right? Working from home, kids are at home from school. Um, maybe, you know, somebody that got sick, maybe you got it. Um, you know, for me personally, work is work, you know, streaming numbers actually went up like in March, April, because everybody was home. So everybody could watch the stream. So that was kind of cool. Um, obviously a lot of people lost their jobs, which is not cool. And so I was really bummed to hear that. In fact, I still have some friends that haven't got their jobs back or haven't found work yet, uh, because of whatever their trade is, whatever they do for work, they haven't been able to find work. Um, so that sucks. I really hate to see that. Um, but again, it re, it re, uh, what's the word reaffirms like what I do, uh, giving people a place to come hang out on Twitch. Uh, you know, a lot of people think it's just about the video games. And if you've been in my streams anytime, any, any amount of time, you know, that it's not about video games. Um, I'm definitely trying to be better at video games and trying to be more entertaining when I play video games. But when you come to my streams, it's, I really just try to make it a, a, a like a bar, right? Like a, a place you can come hang out with friends or with me or whatever. And, you know, so that was a lot of compliments that came through this year saying, thank you for giving me a place to come hang out. I have people that, you know, in the community that they live alone. So they go to work, they come home from work, they go out with their friends. Well, because of COVID, they weren't going to work and they weren't hanging out with their friends. They're like, dude, I'm going fucking crazy being home alone all the time. So thank you for just, I, I, I you're in my, you're in the background. I hear you talking. It just, it makes me not go stir crazy. Like I had people that to this day, they just pull me up in the background. They don't even hang out and chat. They just literally just pull up the stream and lurk, so to speak, while they're working. And I fucking love it. I love it. I appreciate you. I appreciate all you guys. Um, it's 2021. And I'll be, I hate to break it to you. Not much has changed. It's not like 2020 ended and all of a sudden everything's fucking cool. It's not. We're st we still have a lot of uh, political baggage, a lot of bullshit that's still going on in the country. Uh, we COVID numbers, like I said, are fucking through the roof uh, because of the holidays. I think people are just over. Uh, people are just over COVID. They're over everything that's going on. And uh, it's hard because I can see it. I see it in people. I see it in people that I, that I know. I see it in people that I see online. 
They're over this. They're over the fucking lockdown. They're over the masks. They're, but the problem is you can't just wish it away. You can't just be like, well, fuck it. It's been, it's been a year. It's not even 2020 anymore. Fuck it. You can't do that. It's not, it's not how it works. Um, so while most people I'd say are optimistic about 2021, we are not out of the shit yet. We're not out of it yet. We're, we still have a long way to go. And I, I don't think 2021 is going to look that much different than 2020. Uh, other than we're already prepared. We're, we're coming into 2020, one, 2021, like already prepared. We already have masks. We got our hand sanitizers. We got the glass barricades up. We've got, you know, all this stuff, um, you know, prepared coming into 2021, but we're not, we're not out of this yet. You know, the vaccine is just rolling out. It's going to be months and months and months until, you know, it comes down to like someone like me, you know, and even after I get the vaccine or, you know, my family gets the vaccine or whoever, there's still, you know, millions of people that don't have it yet. So it's, it's one of those things where 2021 is not going to be that much different. I hate to break it to you. Um, so, you know, find, find your, find your, your, your happy place in the midst of everything, you know, figure out how to be happy, figure out how to make the best of a shitty situation like we did. Um, you know, follow the rules, pay attention to the, the warnings and the signs and the science and the data. Um, and you know, hopefully we'll all get through this healthy at the end. That's all you can do. That's all I can think of. Right. Um, as far as 2021 for me personally, we'll, uh, I don't know if I'm going to do a, a separate podcast for that. I got to think about that. Uh, again, with 2020, like the way things are today, I, I can't even predict fucking tomorrow, let alone the next 12 months. But, you know, I've got obviously some light goals, light goals, uh, for my business, you know, for my platforms, uh, the podcast, my Twitch streams, probably the only thing I don't have a, a goal for is the, the vlogs. I really don't have any, any goals set or oh, I hope to do this. The pod, the vlogs are what they are. The vlog, the vlogs are very hard to keep up with right now. Not doing anything, not going anywhere. Um, I see me vlogging on the weekends and that's about it. There's just nothing going on during the week. And honestly, I'm really trying to double down on my, on my streams. Um, it was funny. I was going back, look, you know, when I was making this list of stuff for the year, um, I went back and watched a bunch of vlogs and you could see, you could see my up and down, um, with the vlogs, right? Uh, again, very emo, very like, ah, fuck, what was me? Uh, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what's going on with the vlogs. Um, and the last couple of months after I broke my schedule, after I said, you know what guys, sorry, I'm not sticking to a Wednesday, Saturday schedule. I'll tell you what, man, I, I, it was like a big relief off my chest and I know it bums out the hardcore YouTubers, the hardcore fans on YouTube. Um, and I know that it's hurting my channel analytically, algorithmically, but I'm so much happier. Um, and I, like I said, I just, I plan on really, I plan on really just doubling down on, on Twitch. You know, they signed, a, I signed a contract with them. They, they believe in me. Um, they gave me an opportunity, a huge opportunity here on Twitch. And so, you know, I'm, I'm going to take it while I can and, uh, and run with it and really just fucking, you know, we're really close to hitting 60,000 followers on Twitch, uh, which is huge. It's crazy. I don't know how many followers we gained in a year, but you know, 
if we could gain another 10,000, that'd be great. You know, that's 10,000 new eyeball, sets of eyeballs to come through and hang out with on Twitch. That'd be fucking dope. But again, I don't dwell on the numbers that way because they're just arbitrary numbers. You know, like the fact that my YouTube channel is like 778,000 subscribers and, you know, I average like 20,000 views. It's like clearly the fucking system's broken, right? Twitch, 60,000 followers. I average 100 viewers. Like clearly something's broken, you know, like it doesn't work that way. So I don't really set myself any arbitrary numbers. I really don't. Like I hope to get, you know, 5,000 subscribers. I don't do that. I don't do that. My goal is to maintain what I have. Wake up every morning, happy, loving what I do at all times. That's it. That's, that's what I want for 2021. I want to wake up every morning, happy, loving what I do, and doing what I want, basically. Right? That's the dream. That's the dream. So, um, thank you guys very much for listening. I really do appreciate it. If you're uh, watching this on YouTube, thank you very much. Uh, I know it's not, again, not algorithmically uh, a good thing for me to put these on my channel, but I don't fucking care because it's Clintus TV. So I'm putting what I want on my channel. So the podcast goes up there. Um, new vlog will be up probably in a day or two. New Year's Eve, New, new Year's, New Year's, New Year's weekend. Um, if you're watching this on Twitch, love you. You're my, you're my favorite. Love you, chat. Uh, and if you're listening to this on the podcast, you're the real homies because this is a podcast and that's where you're supposed to listen to it. Um, there's, there's, like I said, this is episode 59, which means there are at least 60 other episodes before this. So you have a lot of catching up to do. And uh, there's a lot to catch up on. Come 2021, though, we are going to start getting back to guests. Um, I've already got about six guests that agreed to be on it. I just got to reach out to them and be like, how's this day? Boom. Um, it makes it a lot easier to have a, a, a set day and time. So Mondays at 8 PM, I might have to move that up a little bit if it's a East coast person, because you know, 10 PM might be too late for them, but those might be the days where I, um, we might, we might just have to, you know, uh, not stream it or stream it during the middle of the day or something like that. I don't know. We'll figure that out when we get there. But you know, for when it's just solo like me, this eight o'clock time slot works really good. Works really good. Um, yeah, there you go. Um, Twitter at Clintus, Instagram at Clintus, youtube.com slash Clintus, twitch.tv slash Clintus. I think that's it. Uh, and of course this podcast riffing with Clintus, anywhere you listen to podcasts, it's free. Hit the subscribe button and I will see you guys on the next one. Peace out.